Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I am, of course, William Ramon. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm good. Good to have you here. You know, we're thank gonna you. um, thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this episode of Sports Urban Legend. And uh, on today's show, we're gonna talk about. You know, the World Series, as right now the Dodgers are trailing the Red Sox 0-2 in in this year's World Series. We're also going to talk about um, the current state of the Jets and the Giants. You know, after the Giants made some some moves in the past couple of days, we're also going to talk about um, the Knicks, current state of the Knicks, and also um, the Mets. Uh, GM search how that's going on so far, and then we're gonna end it with a little WWE news with the shocking Roman Reigns uh, relinquishing the title due to his uh, battle with leukemia, and then we'll give our um, our predictions and thoughts about the upcoming Evolution event. But um, most importantly, um, the number is nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. That's nine one seven. Three eight eight four one eight nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. But um, you know, at, let's uh, let's just jump right into um, uh, let's jump into the Giants talk and uh, Big Blue. You know, um, they've been they they've had a really tough season this year. There's no no other way of saying it. It's been brutal. You know, the the Giants have been having. Two horrible seasons back to back, you know. As a result, um, you know they got a new GM and Gettleman and um, a new head co- coach in uh, Shermer, um, and they're both are off to a horrible start right now. They're one in six, and um, you know the Giants. You know, as a result, the Giants um, trade away, uh, you know, Damian Snacks Harrison and um, Eli Apple, and uh, to make matters worse. They're going to be battling their old rival, the Washington Redskins, uh, uh, this Sunday. So, um, what's your thoughts on, you know, the Giants rebuilding, you know, and whether or not if this will, will this, um, you know, result in Eli Manning not retiring as a, a Giant? What's your, what's your thoughts on the whole state of the Giants? Uh, well, I mean, you know, the season's pretty much lost at this point, you know. They're what one and five, one and six, whatever their record is right now. Uh, you know, old line's been playing terrible. Uh, I mean, Eli played well in that last game against the Falcons, so it wasn't his fault. But the offensive line's terrible. I mean, we probably have one of the worst offensive lines in football right now. You know, they can't protect anybody, and you know they don't allow the wide receivers to get open. And that's why you like can't throw the ball half the time to these wide receivers. So there, there, there should be much blame put on this line. And, you know, come this off season, you know, 
management is going to have to like get some offensive linemen, you know, some good ones to start. But yeah, I mean, right now, you know, the Giants are pretty much playing for high draft picks at this point. Yeah. And, you know, I like some of the moves. They don't want to get rid of a guy like Eli Apple, but, you know, uh, right now they just got to rebuild, get some draft picks. They traded Eli Apple for a draft pick, traded Damon Harrison to the Lions for a fifth-round pick. And, you know, looks like, you know, this upcoming draft, we're going to just have to, you know, select a quarterback, you know, just in case. You know, who knows what happens to Eli Manning after the season. Maybe they bring him back. Maybe they uh, tell, force him to resign, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or train him. I don't know. I don't know what the future lies right now. But you know, right now the rebuilding has started. And, you know, they still have young guys. You know, Saquon Bar- Barkley, they have Beckham. They have pieces to build around right now. So, mm-hmm. They could turn this thing uh, around pretty fast next year, but as for this year, it's a lost season. Yeah, would you would you say this is your easily the worst your worst uh, era in Giants history since you've been following them? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. This is this is by far the worst. These, these last two years, I've like I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. I've seen Giants seasons where they've you know they've won seven or eight games. Mm-hmm. You know, but at least they like were competitive in a lot of those games. Yeah, but like last two seasons, like is is the Giants have been un- unrecognizable almost. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I know the season is early, even though basically the season is done. Obviously, but which yeah. which which season do you think is worse, last year or so far this year? I mean. Well, well, Last year, what they won like what three games last yeah, year? Yeah, I think they won three. You know, I mean, they have one win now. You know, it's possible they might match that record of three and ten. Um, it's getting close. Um, it's getting close. I mean, the one highlight we've seen has been Saquon Barkley, seeing him play. You know, and seeing him emerge as one of the top running backs in football. Um, I can't really tell right now. I will have to. Just wait till the season, you know, progresses. Yeah, and then we can determine that. But I still say last season was probably the worst I've seen ever. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Two words. Well, I'll I'll even say three words. Mm-hmm. E lie Manning demotion. Mm-hmm. That says it right there. I right. mean, the whole debacle of that. You know, they they bench him for one game and his streak, and then they put him back, and you know, it's just been. It's just, you know, the whole morale, the whole prestige of the Giants organization took a hit for that. Because Giants yeah. usually do the right things, you know, you know, um, front office-wise. And, you know, they, they um, project a, a sort of uh, professionalism and class to their organization. But benching Eli and you don't have no, no, nobody else better, um, like, like Geno Smith at the time, I mean, right. you know, that was such a bad move. If you're going to do a move like that. You know, I I um I equated to your your Yankees team from long long time ago. They had Wally Pipp, who's a Hall of Fame first baseman. They gave him a day, they gave him a day off. They put in Lou Gehrig, and he, he he's never he um Wally Pipp has never played ever since. So right. you better have a, a Lou Gehrig, you know, backing up, you know. And I mean, I, another move I didn't think they they should have did was um you know, get rid of, you know, really waving away Webb. 
you know, which the the Jets, you know, signed up, you know, because, you know, the Giants were high on him. And, the, you know, the Giants should have had a backup plan, you know, for Eli. Obviously, Eli is the choice. You know, he's a Hall of Famer, you know. He's arguably the great, one of the greatest Giants, if not the greatest Giants, you know, of all time, you know, quarterback. So, you you gotta let the guy gotta let the guy see and he looks like he still has enough left in him, you know. With a be, a little better team, you know, the team could be a a 500 team, you know, at the minimum. But you know, everything is not going the Giants' way right now. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the the rebuild was necessary. They need to get draft picks, and they not they need to get younger. You know, they gotta give you know Eli a shot. One more one more hurrah. Obviously, it's not going to happen this year. But they definitely need to rebuild or retool in, in the sense, you know, you know, get as much picks as they can, you know, training on some people that they don't see a future with them. And, um, you know, go to the free agency. Um, and, um, you know, of course, get, that, get the high pick and draft the quarterback with it. You know, yeah. that, that's what they need to do to improve this team. Yeah, definitely. And then, uh, you know, shifting gears, because, you know, the the league, you know, and every league, you know, every league, you know, it, it's not the same when the New York teams aren't doing good. You know, you need you need all the New York teams doing well in order for that, you know, to have that buzz, that playoff buzz, in my opinion. And uh, shifting gears, you have, you know, the Jets. They, they've been playing well up until last week where um, – Darnold has had his worst, um, you know, his worst outing as a, a rookie so far. And, you know, he's going to be battling a tough test, you know, when he goes to um, Soldier Field and battle those those Bears. What's your thoughts on uh, what's going to happen with the Bears in the, the Jets season so far? Yeah, that's going to be a tough test for him, uh, for Jets. You know, the Bears have been playing real well. And they got a good young quarterback. Yeah, you know, their defense is pretty pretty well this year. Mm-hmm. Um, good good young wide receiver core, so it's gonna be tough a tough test for. Uh, but right now, Jets are a little banged up. You know, they, they're in Nunez injured. Uh, Bly Powell, I think he's gonna be out for the rest of the year. I heard. Yeah, and I heard uh, also Rand. Um, what's the what's the wide the other wide receiver? Um, right? um uh, Quincy. Um, um, Ikunu, what I forgot. Ikunu. Um, no, the the skinny one with the dreads. I forget his name. Right? Oh, uh, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Yeah, he might be injured also out here. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see game time if he plays or not. But yeah, they're a little banged up right now. So yeah, they're they're almost like the Mets or the cast of The Walking Dead. I mean, their injuries everywhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? Yeah. So yeah, they they definitely need to um, improve on that. Uh, they signed a, a, a wide ref, a wide receiver, I think from Tennessee. Oh really? Two days oh. ago. If my memory served me right, I think he had um, issues with his with his um with his team, and he forced uh-huh. uh, he forced his release. Really? Oh. Okay. But um, you know, Jet signed him. You know, hopefully they can. You know, he'll be motivated to um. Turning around with the Jets. Yeah, definitely. That should be that should be uh, interesting to see how he plays. Yeah, no doubt about that for sure. You know, Jets need all the um, 
they need all the help they can get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you were saying about Robbie Anderson, he has an ankle sprain. His uh, status is unclear for the you know the upcoming game with the um with the Bears. Yeah. If they if they uh, want to beat the Bears, they're gonna have to like. You know, they they have to be healthy. Yeah, and um, yeah, and plus they're hoping you know the new Jets right receiver Rashad Matthews, you know, could get that spark, you know, yeah. after he got released by the Titans. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. He, he's gonna have a tough test in that hostile territory in uh, Chicago. So, oh yeah, hopefully they can get the W and uh, even the season, uh, even the you know the season. At four and four, hopefully. But uh, you know, we'll see what happens with that. And then um, shifting gears with the Mets. Uh, Mets so far, they're um, they're rumored to their uh, GM search has been narrowed down to two different um, two different men, and one of them is uh, Heim Bloom. You know he's um I think the GM of the the, tech, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Excuse me, and um, and then you have the super agent, Brody Van Wagen. So it was announced earlier today. Those are the top two, the top two guys who's going to be uh, the the next manager of the the next general manager of the Mets. Wow! Congrats. Yeah, I mean, and the shocker is they they um they didn't um they cut uh, Doug Melvin, who um you know he's a veteran guy. He was viewed as the favorite, you know, because he's a veteran. He's like six sixty six years old. He he was a GM of the the Rangers and um, the Brewers, but um you know um what was I gonna say? But yeah, he he stepped down from the Brewers three years ago because he felt. You know, it's a young man's game. You know, he should, um, you know, he should step down. And, um, you know, basically, the, the Brewers have been doing well up until, you know, the Dodgers eliminated them. Yeah. Yeah, the Dodgers have, the Brewers haven't been this good since, uh, you know, 82. The Harvey wow. Wallbanger uh, Brewers, when they lost um, to the um, the Cardinals in 82. But uh, with uh, Craig Council, you know, a former player of theirs, obviously most notably with the D-backs during their uh, their um, early late 90s, early 2000, you know, obviously got the title in 2001 with the D-backs. Um, you know, he's been a good manager so far. But um, congrats to them, you know, hopefully uh, able to change things around for the Mets organization. Absolutely. So, um, with uh, with the Mets, um, Heim Bloom, uh, you know, he was credited to um, having a 90-win team with the Rays, you know, battling the two behemoths in the AL East, you know, the Yankees and the potential uh, World Series champion uh, Red Sox right now. So, you know, um, he he has a lot of um, potential. You know, he's you know, the Rays senior VP of baseball operations, he, you know, he has, you know, he's, um, he's 35 years old, which I mean, basically our age. And, um, he, um, you know, he's made a lot of moves, 
you know, they think he mixes analytics with old school style baseball. So he, he should be the best choice. And then you have um, Brody Van Wagen, who um, he's a super agent. He has, you know, he's the agent of um, a lot of uh, Mets players like Cespedes, DeGrom, um, you know, a, a bunch of players. So he has a good rapport with the players, you know, in the league. But the problem is there's a conflict of interest. Since he's a, since he's a, a super agent, it's going to be strange for him to make that transition from per agent to, uh, you know, a potential GM where he has, you know, a lot of insider information on the players. And, you know, if there's an arbitration eligibility, he would be the perfect guy to know their, you know, flaws, you know, to prevent them from getting a raise or whatnot. So oh, wow. It's, it would be interesting, Yeah. you know, how the dynamic would change if he went from super agent to um, GM. So um, if you ask me who I think, because they, they, they believe that um, the Mets should reveal their answer uh, probably before the end of this month. And uh, I would say, if I would choose, if I was in the Wilpons ear, I would tell them to pick Heim Bloom because, uh, you know, he got a lot of potential. You know, he he's, he has experience, um, you know, managing a, a major league roster in the very competitive AL East, you know, with the Red Sox and the Yankees battling out. You know, if it wasn't for those two teams, they would have been the playoffs. So, yeah, I think give him a shot, see what he could do. And if I was, he was got. Yeah, and I would say if he's interested, I would I would suggest to him, hey, maybe hire Doug Melvin as a advisor if he wants. Yeah, you know, have that old yeah. guy to, you know, give him some feedback. But you know, hey, I hope I hope they hire um Bloom because he's the right man for the job, in my opinion. Yeah. And other Mets news, um, Franklin Colome, the guy who they they traded uh, Azdrubal Cabrera for, um, you know, um, I think right after the trading deadline, he, um, you know, he's he's currently ranked fifth in the Mets uh, minor league system, but um, you know, he he just they just announced earlier today that he had. Um, Tommy, he he's gonna have Tommy John surgery, so he's gonna miss all of 2019. Oh wow! So he won't be able to pitch with the the newly cemented uh, Syracuse Mets. Mets made that announcement that they had like a 20 20 year deal with Syracuse, so the Syracuse uh, team changed their names to Syracuse Mets. So Syracuse congratulations Mets? to the Mets. What was the name before? Oh, um, I forgot. Um, yeah, I forgot the name of the team. But basically, oh, okay. basically, for the past couple of years, the Mets were in Vegas. So it was crazy for them to try to um, get players. They had to, they had to plan it like days in advance for a player to go on like a, uh, you know, like a, a crazy flight from Las Vegas all the way to New York. You know, to get them over there. And then not to mention Las Vegas Stadium is horrible from what I have here. It's a hitter's ballpark. And, you know, Mets is historically a, uh, you know, pitching ballpark. 
you know, pitching team, pitching franchise. And, um, you know, it was an adjustment, not to mention, um, I think they might even have dry air over there, like, like, uh, Denver, if I'm not mistaken, if I, uh, I, I think I heard that I'm not 100% in, the, in, in, um, in Vegas, Syracuse? Oh, Vegas. No, in Vegas. So they've been yeah, there yeah, for yeah. several years. And then prior to that, they were in, um, New Orleans and, uh, and then, also, and then they were also, um, with a Buffalo, um, about a decade ago. So it's good that they have a team in New York, and the the ballpark they built it. It looks like the dimensions is very similar to City Field, which I think is a great idea because if you want to if you want a guy to perform at City Field, he should have the exact dimensions of the major league ballpark. So that transition will be a much would, would be a lot better because you don't want him to have a ballpark like Yankee Stadium or Citizen Bank Park, and then he goes to City Field where it's a you know, a pitcher's park. Right. And then, you know, he can't produce. How come this guy isn't hitting 40 home runs a year? Well, maybe because the ballpark, the dimensions are a whole lot different. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, true. But, uh, you know, hopefully it'll work out for the Mets. And, um, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully they could hire uh, Bloom. Uh, Shifting gears with the... um, with the Knicks, um, what was I going to say? Um, the Warriors are coming to town. The Warriors are coming out to play. Uh-oh. And you know what that means? Two things, actually. One, a guaranteed Knicks loss. And two, the Durant to uh, Nick rumors are heating up yet again. And uh, <laughs> people, I wish people would give that a rest already. Like, come on, like. Stop wishing people, players will come here already. Mm-hmm. Like, just focus on the players that are here already. Yeah, and uh, that didn't stop the the some fans. They already built the billboards right across the street from MSG, and they I, I don't know if you've seen it. I, I'm guessing you you haven't. Um, basically, they have a drawing of uh, KP, Christoph Porzingis, and Durant. Wearing the uniforms, holding the trophy. <laughs> yeah, holding that's, the, the... That's, that's a fantasy <laughs> right there. Yeah, man. I mean, the last time we held a trophy, um, you know, we had we had arguably the greatest, uh, you know, the um, that that dream team that we had, man. You know, on defense, you know, Walcott Frazier, Willis Reed, the Busher. Um, Earl the Pearl Monroe, yeah, you know all those great guys on on that team. Seventy three, forty I mean. years ago, almost forty <laughs> years ago. Yeah, forty five years ago, uh, to be exact. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, it's it's sad, man. Knicks haven't won in forever, man. I would have a lot of respect for for, for uh, Durant if he would take his talents to New York. And actually get himself out of the shadow of, um, you know, Curry. Because if he if he comes to just by him coming to New York, people are gonna give him even more props than LeBron. Because I mean, come on. I mean, we can remember. Unless if you're like, unless if you're like a little kid, like you're like you know, seven years old or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like you remember when the Lakers won their last title. 
Knicks, on the other hand, man, you you, you got to be in your 60s and 70s to remember the last time the Knicks, you know, the Knicks won a title, or even the Jets, for that matter, winning a title. So if he came over here, just by him, just by him trying to make the commitment to come, because, I mean, we gave props to Stoudemire. Obviously, Stoudemire wasn't, wasn't healthy, you know, but he, he, you know, he was one of the few star players that tried to, you know, try to, try to put New York on his back, you know, and we respect him for that, even though, you know, he did have 100, and he had 101, he had 100 reasons, 100 million reasons why he signed with the Knicks, but, you know, you could see he cared about the Knicks, you know, yeah. and we're, hope, yeah. we're hoping that Durant could do the same, but, I mean, I, but, Unfortunately, Durant, like I think it was last year or two years ago, he said he would never sign with the Knicks. So if someone would say that themselves, I have to believe them. I mean, the culture of the Knicks have changed since then. You know, they got uh, Fizdale, who uh, Wade said that, you know, a lot of players would love to play for him, you know, since, you know, he was their assistant coach during the big three, LeBron James, Chris Bosh team that they had um, a few years ago. But, you know, Durant did say never. So, unless if he changed his word from never say never, um, you know, I believe it when I see it. Yeah, I mean, I think we should stop dreaming about other players coming Amen. to the Knicks, whether it be Amen. Kyrie, KD. He ain't coming. You know, it's like these players, I mean, the Knicks have been a disaster you know, for a dec almost a decade now. And almost? I don't blame almost you know, I, they they've had some winning seasons here they've and there. Been, they've, been a, they've been a they've been a they've been a disgrace, a disappointment since two thousand and one, with a few with the exception of two thousand and thirteen. Although yeah. all the other two like the other three times they went to the to the playoffs, you know, they two of those times they got swept. And one of them, they 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 won a game, I think, against the Celtics. Like, yeah, series. Come on, like, other than 2013, they've been a, they've been a, they've been embarrassing. Like, they've been the anti Knicks. Well, I, I mean, with the Woods under the Woodson era, they, yeah, they, 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 they play well. 2013, yeah. 2013, it was with Woodson. That's what well, I'm talking I, about. The, well, with um, also what's his name before Woodson? Um, you know, the coach who's now in Rock. I forget his name. You know where they made the playoffs three straight seasons. Those were those were fun times. Those Which those one? years when they um remember when they went to the playoffs three straight years with not all the stuff. Are you talking about when they got swept? Like when they got swept those, those times. Um. And then they won one game against Celtics. Well, yeah, they they I know they lost one series to the Heat, but at least we went to the playoffs. You know, and okay. they. Were, they but, were competitive during that but, time uh, under the. Um, but that's what I'm talking about. But that was only 2013. That was only. No, no, no. Remember, they went to the playoffs three straight seasons with Melo and the Stoudemire. Remember? And then they get under. knocked out of the first round each time. Right, right. I'm saying, but uh, still, with the exception, with the exception of 2013. Well, I'm I'm saying like they were at least during that they went to the playoffs and they were com- they were playing competitive. They wanted like, a complete embarrassment during that time. If you want, man, if you if you if by some miracle you only win one game in the playoff in the first round, man, that's the 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 bar that the Knicks set in the '90s and in the '70s and all the all those decades before it. You can even go back to the '50s where they lost 
three straight NBA finals. I mean, come on, the Knicks standard, I mean, they've been on, on a, a lot of rough times, you know, you know, I mean, from from the get-go. I mean, in between, you know, I mean, with the exception of the, the 70s and, and the 90s Knicks team who actually, you know, they put the city on their back even though they, they, they weren't able to get the title because of Jordan. Um, but Knicks have been always – defense has been their calling card. And us being knocked out of the first round and, and getting swept most of the times when we do get to the playoffs, I mean, I'm sorry, that's unacceptable. I, I, I'll, I'll I take you, that I'll, compared I'll to the garbage that's on the court these last several years. I mean, you know what? You know, and so I agree with you. Unbelievable! What's out on the court right now? I'll give. I'm being generous. I'll give you the, the the team that we actually. I'll give you the time when we actually won one game. I'll give you that one, even though normally I don't really accept, you know, mediocrity of you know. Getting you know just winning a game in the first round. If you don't get out of the first round, I mean it's like kind of a joke, you know. Oh, well, I if mean, you make the playoffs, at least it's an accomplishment, you, get, you, you know. I, but if you get knocked out of the first round and you get swept, if you get swept in the first round, I'm sorry, you don't get no, you don't get a participation trophy from me. I'm sorry, man. When well, you go to the playoffs you, rather than not going to play if you get swept. If you get garbage up, in the regular season, I mean, dude, come on. Like, if you get swept in the first round, man, you might as well not even you might as well not even showed up like the 1904. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I know man. it's bad. I know it's bad, but I'm saying like, going to at least you're going to the playoffs. You know, that's yeah, an accomplishment, so you could build on next year. Like right yeah. now, there's there's this team right now, the way they're playing, it doesn't look like they're going to the playoffs at all. At least, yeah, of if course, we went that. to the playoffs last season. If if the Knicks went to the playoffs this year and got swept, that's a major accomplishment. Yes, I agree. I def I a major agree accomplishment. I definitely agree with you with that because one, Porzingis is gone. I mean, he's been he's been, you know, I, I, you know, optimistically speaking, he he's gonna come back after the All Star break. He might be gone for the whole year. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I, and not to mention, we don't have any star players. We have some decent players. Uh, you know, we have Cantor. You know he's he's been a beast since he's been on the the Knicks. He's been carrying the Knicks on his back. You know, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean he's played well this year, but he can never stay healthy. And you know he's trying to live up to that contract that he got paid. Um, and then you got some young talented guys. You know, Kevin Knox he's hurt. He's going to be out for at least two weeks. Um, I'm trying to re- remember that guy. Um, what's the name of the, the guy? I'm trying to think of, I mean, Burke, you know, he's played well. I'm trying to think of the, the trio guy. Trio, trio, I think his name is Alonzo Trio. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's played yeah. well. Um, his, um, his, his, his Stova, Myron His Stova, I forgot how you pronounce his name. Yeah. I mean, he showed flashes, you know. But. Um, they just don't play defense. They can't. Yeah, they that's a problem. They don't play defense, and a lot of players are playing out of position. Yeah. Yes. No exactly. key playing at small forward. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, we don't really have a true center right now. You know, it's yeah, it's you know, it's not looking good. You know, they're what one in four right now, one in five. Uh, yeah, I think, I think one in four. I think they are. And oh, they're one about three, to be yeah. one in five or something when the Warriors come in. Yeah, which is tomorrow. But yeah, and that's the problem. The Knicks. I mean, they won the first game. Um, they had their best performance hands down. You know, they. They they start off slow in the first quarter, 
the, the guy made that ten the the fan made that ten thousand dollar shot that ignited the team. They just they won on what a forty nine uh, point second quarter, and then they you know they basically ran with that game. Yeah. Um. Against the Hawks, and then after it was the second game, which was in my opinion was a must win, even though it was just game two of a eighty eighty um eighty two win season. I thought they had to get that game against the, the Nets, but they let that game slip away because, um, you know, um, Tim Hardaway Jr. was guarding him. And as the play was going on, I was thinking they should have had um, Lance Thomas or Nilakina or even, worst case scenario, even Cantor, since he has the height, you know, and the, the, the shot-blocking ability to, to, to defend. Right. I, Tim Hardaway Jr., I, I don't even think he's – he would even make my top five out of the starting five <laughs> team, man. Like this guy, he's horrible defensively. He had yeah. no business barring him. He's been playing it, well though, you know, this year. Yeah, offensively he's been playing well, but man, he 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 would be my last choice of of um, guarding anybody. So, yeah, I thought that was a bad move. That cost us the game right there. Not to mention the Knicks. Um, you know, they weren't playing defense before. I mean, they didn't have a lot of turnovers up until that point, but, you know, they didn't play, they didn't play, enough, they didn't play enough defense. They didn't score well. And that's been the, the whole problem with this team. They don't play defense. I mean, they've had spurts where they score, but then this last game they, they got blown out by the, the Heat. And, you know, unfortunately they're going to lose tomorrow night against the Warriors, which no one – I mean, everybody knows that. It is what it is, man. Knicks – but I agree with you. If they can somehow, by some miracle, make it to the playoffs, you know, I mean, I'll I'll give them a credit because it's unlike the other, um, you know, um, Melo and Stoudemire teams. Those teams were veteran teams. This team is a young a young nucleus of uh, of homegrown Knicks. Not to mention um, guys who were former lottery busts who are to their credit, they're playing their hearts out. And you know they just you know they they're definitely earning their spot playing on the Knicks, but um, you know let's see what happens, man. Hopefully they can improve and uh you know help you know change the the culture, the winning culture of the Knicks because the Knicks desperately need it to attract some free agencies. And like you said, I'll believe it when I see it if a, a player signs on the dotted line because the only time we sign guys to big money contracts, they end up being uh. Joe Kim Noah and and Eddie Curry and all these 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 guys who who are busts that that sign here. So we'll see what happens. But um yeah, let's let's dive in to uh Roman Reigns, man. What a shocker, man. He he um you know, he had to relinquish the title because he had a battle of leukemia. And before he you know, he made the promo, I wasn't even looking. All I heard was his music. Heard the fans booing when he came in, and then he said, um, "You know, he he's been a guy who's been a fighting champion, and but you know he lied to them. He can't be that man anymore because he's Joe, and he his name is Joe, and he has leukemia." I was like, "What?" I, I literally turned around when he mm-hmm. said that, and I'm like, "What is he joking?" I'm, everybody was shocked, of course, and then I noticed he wasn't wearing his um his shield, his usual shield gear. You know his um his shield um 
you know, his uh, shield attire or the T-shirt, the, the shield T-shirt, you know, the Roman Reigns T-shirt. He was right. wearing his regular clothes. So then, you know, when he was saying, you know, he, he gave his heartfelt speech, you know, he got the fans behind him, you know, for the first time since, you know, shortly after he broke, they broke up the shield the first time. Um, but, you know, um, I mean, I never had an issue with Roman Reigns personally. I, I've had an issue of how WWE tried to force him down, his, down people's throat, you know, seeing us part two. But, I mean, I always liked the character. I just felt like if they would have just gave it a chance for 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 Roman Reigns just to dominate without it being so superly obvious that they're pushing him, I think the fans would wouldn't have been booing him like this for the past couple of years, you know, and making him face fan favorites like Daniel Bryan, you know, eliminating Daniel Bryan and all those. Uh, Dolph Ziggler at the time, who was a, a, a baby face at the time. If they did it right, correctly, and made him win the Royal Rumble of the Year prior to that, when he when he eliminated 12, he wouldn't have had th- this much heat. I but, agree. Uh, you know, I'm, you know um, I, I feel sad that he has to step down. And the rumors is that he's, he's most likely going to take two or three years uh, before he comes back. I mean, obviously, whoever reported that is off. not a doctor. But, um, you know, I hope he has a speedy recovery. You know, he seems like a good dude, you know. Uh, you know, I wish him the best, and I hope, you know, he can come back better than ever. And, uh, you know, the other memorable thing that happened on Monday night was Seth Rollins and, and Dean Ambrose, they finally won the title. So, you know, they finally got that title, tag team title back, and, you know, Dean Ambrose finally is, a, you know, a champion with the Shield. You know, well, now the broken up shield. And, you know, I'm like, okay, they got it. And then, you know, they're, they're, um, you know, they're showing the celebration. I'm like, it's split second in my, in my mind. I'm like, um, you know, they're focusing too much on them for like, I'm super, I'm like, they're not going to break. I mean, this is there, there shouldn't be anything else more. And then, like, I'm like, don't tell me he's going to turn, he's, he's not going to turn heel right here. Sure enough, he, 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 he kicked them and then hit the dirty deeds. I'm like, oh shoot! They, 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 he did it, man. Oh man! Was Everybody was timing. shocked. It was such bad timing. I mean, I understand they wanted the shock factor, but but come on, man! That was just such bad timing. Poor taste by WWE to do that. I know WWE loves to stick it to their fans, but come on, that was just bad timing. Why? I mean, come on, like. Yeah, they should have waited until next week to do that. Not I know night when Roman announces he has leukemia. Exactly, and you, the rumor is that they weren't going to do it on Monday night. They were going to wait until Survivor Series to do it, and you know they made the decision after the the announcement to turn him heel, which was shocking because usually when someone turns heel in a tag team match for the titles, you know when the when the person's trying to tag them in. Like they said, the Rollins was going to tag him into the match. Then Dean, Dean Ambrose would have left him hanging, and then Seth Rollins would have got jumped by the um, by um, uh, you know uh, Ziggler and, and um, McIntyre, who of course broke up from uh, teaming up with Braun Strowman um, the last week with um, what's his name uh, McIntyre hitting Claymore kicks to him, severing their their ties with the Monster Among Men. And um, basically, uh, Dean Ambrose is a heel, and 
I mean, I think it's shocking. I mean, I, we all knew he, there was rumors that he was going to turn heel, but the timing was just so horrible. Yeah. It should have waited a bit, I think. Yeah. But um, shifting gears quickly, because we don't have much time. Um, the matches I'm, I'm more interested, you know, I'm interested in this woman's uh, evolution is uh, Charlotte versus Becky. And um, I think Becky is going to lose it, even though I'm rooting for her, because WWE wants to put make Charlotte an eight-time champion. Like, this is ridiculous. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going with Charlotte. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then with the women's, uh, the women's, uh, what should we call it? It's Trish Trash and Lita versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki James. Uh, I could see it going either way. I guess I'll say, um, I guess I'll say Trish and Lita. Even though, no, you know what? I'll, I'll say Alexa versus Nikki James. Even though I'm rooting for Trish and Lita. What do you think? I'll go with Trish, Trish and Lita. Yeah, I hope you're right. Uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, uh, Natasha. That's um versus the Riot Squad. Hands down, the Riot Squad is gonna lose. What, what about you? Yeah, I think they're gonna lose too. And uh, Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella. Ronda Rousey, hands down. Yeah, right. barring it's something, true. barring some miracle interference. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Terry Stane. I think Terry Stane will win, and then Shayna Same. Baszler will be called up. Um. Um, Eerie Shirai versus Tony Storm. That's supposedly the the um the May Young Classic tournament. I'm picking Shirai to win. What about you? Yeah, same. I'm picking her too. And the women's battle royale. I think it's gonna be. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.